strain the country's hospitals. Here in the UK, the health secretary confirms the new variant is now spreading rapidly in multiple areas. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel says school officials in Oxford have turned down her offer for an independent investigation of last week's shooting that killed four high school students. Oakland County's prosecutor charged the 15-year-old suspected shooter's parents. She's left open the possibility school officials could also face charges. A last-minute admission from a convicted killer could solve a 14-year-old murder mystery in Mississippi. CBS's Jim Crisula. Just days before he was executed on November 17th for killing his estranged wife in 2010, 50-year-old David Neal Cox told his lawyers he killed his sister-in-law. The admission may resolve a 2007 cold case. The Mississippi death row inmate provided detailed instructions on where investigators can find her remains. It lives on in infamy. Today marks 80 years since the Japanese state a surprise attack on Pearl Harbor, plunging the U.S. into World War II. 101-year-old David Russell is among 30 survivors in Hawaii to commemorate the anniversary. I had someone give me a few instructions on how to handle ammunition, so I passed ammunition during the Pearl Harbor attack. On the remote mountainous coast of Tasmania, scientists are building a box to track the climate crisis and the way humans are handling it. The project's brainchild, Australian ad agency director Jim Curtis. Earthquake box is a structure and device that will record every step that humanity takes towards or away from the impending climate catastrophe. S&P futures up 58. This is CBS News. Fever is the number one COVID symptom, so be safe with an accurate thermometer. Only Exergen has proven accurate in more than 100 studies. Learn more at exergen.com. You're always up for some fun with the family, so you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. There's a confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. But one thing is for sure, whether or not you're vaccinated, you need an accurate thermometer. Contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever, the leading sign of COVID and the flu. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Netflix is hoping to crack up comedy lovers in California. Netflix is a joke. The festival is coming to Los Angeles next year. It was supposed to happen in 2020, but got postponed because of the pandemic. The 11-day event will now feature 130 comics performing at 25 venues around L.A. in April. Amy Schumer, Chelsea Handler, Conan O'Brien, David Letterman, and Wanda Sykes are among some of the big names. Kevin Hart will headline at Crypto.com Arena, formerly Staples Center, and Dave Chappelle will be at the Hollywood Bowl, despite criticism over his recent Netflix special, The Closer. Presale tickets go on sale today. Monica Ricks, CBS News. A couple of very old tiaras have sold for a fortune at Sotheby's in London. The gemstone-encrusted toppers are believed to have belonged to Napoleon's first wife, Josephine. One of them, golden enamel set with 25 carnelian engravings, went for almost $600,000. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818 for as little as only 119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 now. That's 800-711-6818.
My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Some say we've lost our touch, that we don't build things with lasting detail, or worse, that we just don't bother. Really, we the people who built a country, who rely on ourselves to get things done? Well, there's really only one way to tell if we've lost our grip. Next time you see someone wearing card, just shake their hand. Max Thrifty Shop, 940 East State Street, 592-3773. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday cars, afternoons at 106 cars, on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. You deserve the peace of mind that comes with affordable health insurance. Get Covered Ohio can help at no charge. Financial assistance is available and coverage is more affordable than ever. Some health insurance plans are as low as $10 or less a month. Don't wait. Open enrollment ends January 15th. Make your free appointment today by calling 833-628-4467 or visit GetCoveredOhio.org. This message is supported by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, but does not necessarily represent the official views of the U.S. government. Sponsored by the Ohio Association of Food Banks, aired by the OAB and the station. Do you enjoy sports betting or fantasy sports? If so, know that gambling's not a way to earn your income. BeforeYouBet.org helps keep gambling fun and assesses your risk for problem gambling. Be the fan with a plan this season and take our quiz at BeforeYouBet.org. Roving reporter here. Excuse me, ma'am. I'll give you $14,934,386.83 if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candies, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop? That's right! Stop and Cop drive through carry-out is the best place to get party stuff. Munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me. Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me? Yes, what is it? What about my money? What money? Something, something, million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive through carry-out, 362 Richland Avenue, Athens. Proud supporter of high school sports. I'm Malcolm. I'm a commercial cash management specialist, but I'm also a leader and a musician. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Malcolm or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. Does your child play video games with loot boxes or in-game rewards? If so, it's important to know when video games can turn into gambling. Learn the signs at changethegameohio.org. Teens are experiencing gambling in more ways due to increasing gaming features that mimic gambling, such as loot boxes, gaming skins, and virtual currency. Help prevent youth gambling at changethegameohio.org. This message is brought to you by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coach Art Turf, head football coach and athletic director at Inept Tech uh, with us again today. And Coach, we were talking in our last program about your schedule. I think we've covered maybe the first six ball games of the schedule. We still need to catch the last four ball games, which I think you told me you were going to play one at a time. Well, that's right. You know, that's the only way to play these here ball games. You can't look ahead and play somebody that's three, four, five, seven weeks down the road. You got to play your ball games one at a time. That's exactly how we's going to play our ball games. You know, uh, uh, it's coming up the second half of the season in the meet of our schedule where we play in all the conference ball games looking forward to playing for that conference championship and and uh, the seventh ball game of the season we're going to be playing it's a road ball game we're going to be playing tri-nitro tech that's tnt you know they're in the conference and they have a real explosive ball club they can run the ball they can throw the ball they can score a lot of points on you and that's going to be a real exciting ball game a real test for our defense and coming up after that we come back home and we're going to be playing uh, one of the uh, uh, most outstanding schools that we have on the schedule this year. 
In fact, that's the Georgia Institute of Football. You know, that's all of them folks do when they go down there to that school is they just play football, learn all about football, learn how to play football and coach football and do all that stuff with football. And uh, they, they call themselves TGIF, and, and I'm calling that, thank goodness it's finished about our schedule you know that's the eighth ball game on the schedule and following that we come up with our two arch rivals closing out our schedule just like we always do coach that, we're going to have to interrupt you here we need to take a break and we'll check those last two games on your schedule right after we pause for this message and the art turf show is proudly sponsored by raspberries R raspberries raspberries they contain a high amount of powerful antioxidants and a great source of fiber which keeps our digestive system working smoothly maybe that would help their team maybe coach turf we interrupted you when you were right into the that's last all right you go right ahead do that anytime you like I, we got to get them sponsors messages in there Coach, what That's about the only way we can get this program on the air and get our message out to the folks so they can come watch our fine ball games. Coach, I promise not to interrupt you again. What about the last two games on that schedule? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because they're my two favorite opponents of the season. We save our schedule the last two ball games for these boys every year. We open up uh, the last two ball games playing on the road against the Eastern Institute for Eastern Industrial Organizations. And boy, howdy, that's two mouthfuls on the schedule, so we just kind of shorten that the EIEIO. Coach McDonald always has a fine ball club over there. We're going to be playing them at his place this year down on the farm, and we are really looking forward to that because it should be a real barn burner. Now this last ball game is a real big rivalry for you, isn't it? Well, that's right. You know, we're going to be playing Bungle State, and I can remember how we were always playing for the conference championship in years past. Bungle State, our arch rival, coached by my brother Nat Turf over there, and, and uh, we have a real, what you call your sibling rivalry for there, and I'm looking forward to playing Nat and his boys again this year, because it looks like we're going to be both having fine records, looking forward to some fine seasons, and it could be for the conference championship. So in that final ball game, it'll be Nat Gerald Turf against Artificial Turf. Has been for years. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Ah, yes, 72 years we've been working here. This radio station serving Southeast Ohio. Something to be proud of. Hey, we got a free-for-all today. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I heard this noise in the background, and Scott's making popping noises. Okay. Good morning, folks. Welcome. Welcome. It's uh, December 7th, and it's, uh, let's see, today's Tuesday, right? Yes. And tomorrow, uh, Richard Vetter will be joining us as our guest. Really interesting guy. In studio or phone? Right here. Right here. Okay. Steve Patterson on Thursday, the mayor. And uh, if you had to put one word to Richard Better, it would be economics, I think. So, um, but uh, extremely well known in that area. Yes, uh, if I remember correctly, wasn't he an economic advisor to President Clinton? Oh, I think so. At one point, yeah. one of them. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, anyway, good morning. It's December 7th. 
Let's see. Today is National Cotton Candy Day. Now, I remember, first of all, you know, I lived in Worthing, part of Columbus. And uh, so the state fair was a big deal. My dad would take me down to the state fair every year when I was a small guy. And um, cotton candy. Yeah. And there were other things, too, that I remember about it, but cotton candy, of course. Now, you know, I don't think I've had cotton candy in... 40 years? When was the last time you had it, Scott? Um, I had some, I want to say maybe 15 years ago. Okay. Something like that. Maybe 10. Something it was always like interesting that. seeing that machine that sort of yeah. uh, had that large tub. And you'd pass the wand around the, uh, you know what I mean. The cardboard core. Yeah. The cone. And, and it would build up on it. And, of course, it was nothing but sugar. <laughs> yes. Pure sugar. Well, anyway, National Cotton Candy Day. Today is National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Why? Because it happened on December 7th. 1941. 80 years ago. And remember, there is a ceremony this morning on the West Union Street Bridge. I think normally it happens around 10 a.m. I think you're right. So they will be laying a wreath in the waterway there mm-hmm. beneath the bridge and ceremonial uh, remembrance of Pearl Harbor. Yes, indeed. Some veterans organizations around the area here. You see, the, it says here today uh, is World Trick Shot Day. Um, just Google that. Let's see what they're talking about. And then finally, National Illinois, the state day. I'm guessing that Trick Shot Day is, you know, like anything like sports related, no. pool, billiards. Oh, you don't think it's sports golf? specific? I don't know. I was thinking basketball purely. Yeah, could could be. Well, you got basketball, billiards. Yeah, you're golf. Right. Well, let's see what they have to say. Putt putt golf. Okay. Anyway, while uh, he's looking that up, um, let's see here. I have, of course, uh, on this day in history. But that requires you using your computer, too. So we'll we'll wait. I I have this if you're ready. World Trick Shot Day. Um, December 7, 2021, the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters, Ah. originators of the Trick Shot, will celebrate World Trick Shot Day uh, today by premiering a series of gravity-defying trick shots filmed across the United States. Okay. So have you attended a Globetrotters game? Oh, yes. They are, it's just fun to watch. Yes. It is fun basketball. I think they've been in Athens twice. I know they were here in 68, right after the convo first opened. Okay, well, that's a few years before I arrived. I arrived in 73. Is that right? I don't don't know. I'm thinking. (laughs) Yes, 73. Um, but I know they've been here once after that. I think you're right. I think they have been. And I watched the game and was in awe, as everyone is when they do their their stunts. Yeah. And what was, uh, well, I'm sure you remember Meadowlark Lemon. He was the clown prince of basketball, I think was his nickname. And he was so funny. And... Back then, you didn't have personal mics, you know, the the individual mics where you could clip one on a jersey or something like that. Yeah. And but but they didn't need them. They, they didn't were need so them. loud. Yeah, you could hear that that voice resonate everywhere in the convo, and he was so funny. And 
Of course, Curly Neal is the other one I think of when I think of the Globetrotters. He was the uh, really fantastic dribbling artist. Uh, do they still exist? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Huh. Actually, one of our uh, former assistant basketball coaches um, that was here with, I think, I want to say John Gross's staff, okay. maybe prior to John, was uh, Bakari Alexander. He was a member of the Globetrotters uh, for one season. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And I remember the first time I ever shook his hand. I thought, that man has the biggest hands I have ever shaken in my life. Hmm. And such a great guy, too. Great coach, great guy. I'm always amazed at how they can grip a ball. Yeah. I mean, my hands, there's just simply no way. But, um, you know, they can hold a ball with one hand. You, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, that amazes me, too, when uh, we're, we see them in a game and uh, an offensive player has the ball and he's holding it behind him away from the defender with one hand. Yeah. And typically, you don't see that in a game. But when they do that, I'm like, oh, they are messing with you, dude, whoever you are on defense. <laughs> But, yeah, he, he played for the Globetrotters for a year, Lovely. toured with them. And uh, he went from, I think, hmm, Western Michigan to here and then back to, I think, uh, Detroit Mercy College. He might still be there. I'm not sure. But, uh, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a great, great guy. Enjoyed talking to him every time we had a chance to. Let me change topic a little bit. Um, for some years. I've been responsible for several holiday events uh, in local clubs and groups like that. Um, And one of them is the Athens Rotary Club. Last night we had our annual dinner and entertainment and everything. And uh, you know Otis Crockland. Oh, yes. Uh, Otis, uh, at my request, put together an ensemble, and they were superb. They were just wonderful. And um, Otis, of course, um, in terms of professional, um, I mean, career, whatever you want to call it, is the uh, head of our Athens County Children's Services. Yes. But Mercy... What a fine musician and performer. And the group he put together with him, uh, each of them were just stellar. And so um, I just thought I'd mention it. Everybody had a great time last night. Great guy, Otis. Wonderful he's, holiday event. Yeah, he's part of our uh, morning devotion mm-hmm. and uh, Sunday morning memories ministries too. So we appreciate him for that and. You know, speaking of children's services, another reminder that, uh, folks, if you want to donate, help out, buy gifts for uh, the local children's services here in Athens, please contact them, yes. if you would, and remember them. And and uh, please remember, again, as I mentioned yesterday, they don't get to experience a type of traditional Christmas that most of us did as youngsters. Yes. So please remember them and donate generously if you would whether it's financially or gifting uh, doesn't matter so please help them out and uh, make a child's Christmas morning a little bit brighter with the Athens County Children's Services. You bet I mentioned it last night as well. Oh good hey incidentally uh, Sheriff Rodney Smith was here yesterday and he said they did uh, uh, the chili cook off this past Saturday at, at Walmart and they received double the amount that they were expecting to receive and donations and uh, gifting and things of that nature for local children, toys for tots, and also the uh, gift boxes that they have set up sponsored by the sheriff's office. I know there's one in uh, the Athens Walmart and one in Menards, and he said they have both been filling up and they, they empty them. So thank you, Athens, and whoever you are shopping and donating. Uh, these things go to a very wonderful cause. So, again, the sheriff wanted me to uh, know that, and I told him I would be glad to 
announce that to the results. So they were very appreciative of the community support. I know uh, Patricia, my wife, Pat, uh, has uh, put a good bit of effort into that sort of thing. Uh, of um, Well, let's see, there's one where you pick the name. Yeah, the wish tree, and, Christmas uh, wish tree, yeah. And it says the age and the gender and maybe a note or two about likes and dislikes. I don't know what it says. I, I glanced at it. But it, in any, anyway, um, she took a couple of those and has done that and just a number of things. It's that time of year, folks. Mercy. Yes, enjoy that. And, and, and I tell you what, isn't it a shame that we can't be this way all the year yeah. round? Yeah, yeah. And- I try to encourage that, as you've probably heard me say many times, that, you know, don't wait for Thanksgiving to be thankful or at Christmas time to be thankful and give someone a gift or a good good word of confidence, something like that. Do, do it every day. If you get in a good routine of that, it will just happen natural. And also, we're proud to partner with uh, Hugh White Honda next door to promote their Toys for Tots gift drive, too. They're accepting new and unwrapped gifts for uh, children mm-hmm. and you they've got a big box right inside the nissan side of the dealership right next to the big christmas tree you can drop them off there and i took some things over uh, from the radio station sure. that we were happy to join in and help donate to so be aware of that if you'd like to help there uh the sheriff's office with the boxes in walmart and menards Excellent. Yes. So. All right. Well, let's see here. Let's uh, get our show back in order. Not that it isn't, but uh, let's see. We were starting with some historical events. In 1909, inventor Leo Bakelin, B-A-E-K-E-L-A-N-D, I'm going to go with. Anyway, this inventor patents the first thermosetting plastic, Bakelite, sparkling the birth of the plastics industry, 1909. Yeah, it tells me that he is best known for the inventions of uh, Velox photographic paper in 1893. Hmm. The stuff that the, the material that pictures are print, were printed on back in the days of development of film from cameras. 1941, Imperial Japanese Navy with 353 planes attacked the U.S. fleet at Pearl Harbor at the naval base there in Hawaii. And uh, that particular attack caused the death of 2,403 1965, Pope Paul the um, the sixth and Orthodox Patriarch Patriarch um, Athenagoras the first simultaneously lift mutual excommunications that led to the split of two churches in the year 1054. 1054. Almost, almost a, almost a thousand years later, they put it back together. Interesting. 1988, the PLO delegation led by Yasser Arafat proclaims the state of Palestine, recognizing the existence of the state of Israel for the first time. And in 1988, also, a 6.9 earthquake in Armenia. Now, this is interesting. It killed 25 to 50,000 people and leaves up to 500,000 homeless. <coughs> uh, it's interesting to me that they can't come up with a more exact figure of how many deaths occurred. 
We have 25,000-50,000. Hmm. All right, let's see here. Famous birthdays. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> let's see who we've got here. Okay, we have three living and one that has passed. So let's do the past, the older one first. This is Jian, G-I-A-N, Lorenzo Bernini, who lived from 1598 to 1680. Gian Lorenzo Bernini was an Italian sculptor and architect. While a major figure in the world of architecture, he was more prominently the leading sculptor of his age, Credited with creating the Baroque style of sculpture. Wow. Okay. Let's see now, what um, he did here. I don't see any great works okay. listed here. That's all right. But he was the greatest sculptor of artworks. Here we go. David, Apollo, and Daphne. Okay. Ecstasy of St. Teresa. And those are just a few of the listings there. The other three, we normally have four each day to mention. The other three are all living. And um, so the oldest of the group is Johnny Bench. Yes, Johnny Lee Bench. Today celebrating his 74th birthday. From Binger, Oklahoma, if oh. I'm not mistaken. I said something wrong. The oldest of the bunch is not true. He he is the second oldest of the three living birthdays today. But Johnny Bench, of course, with the Cincinnati Reds. Um, did he ever play for another team? No. No. Spent his whole career in Cincinnati. That's rare. Well, the person who um, I left out as being the oldest is Ellen Burstyn. And... Um, Today's her 89th birthday. Now, that's B-U-R-S-T-Y-N. She is known for her portrayals of complicated women in drama. She's the recipient of numerous accolades, including an Academy Award, a Tony Award, two Primetime Emmy Awards, making her one of the few performers to achieve the triple crown of acting. She was in uh, movies called Requiem for a Dream, mm -hmm. Queen Bees, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, and The Age of Adeline. I've seen not all of those, but several. And the final uh, mm -hmm. birthday today is that of Larry Bird. His, NBA basketball his player. 65th birthday. By the way, Ella Bernstein, her 89th birthday today. But Larry Bird. Nicknamed Larry Legend, widely regarded as one of the greatest basketball players of all time, from French Lick, Indiana. Spent his entire career with one team as well, the Boston Celtics. Ever been to French Lick? I have not. Right, there's a couple little restaurants I like there. All right. Care to name them and their No, because I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> I, I think I could drive to them. What about the cuisine? Do you recall that? What you had? American food. I mean, it wasn't like Mexican or Chinese or something like that. Yeah. Just good old American food. Okay, two famous deaths. <clears throat> Cicero. Cicero. He was. Uh, he lived from 1006 B.C. to 43 B.C. He was a Roman statesman, lawyer, scholar, <clears throat> excuse me, philosopher, and academic skeptic who tried to uphold optimate principles during the political crises that led to the establishment of the Roman Empire. Yes, indeed. And the other bedeath we, we we've got today is that of William Bly. And um, he lived from 1754 to 1817. That's B-L-I-G-H, -I William Bly. Vice Admiral William Bly was an officer of the Royal Navy and a colonial administrator. 
the mutiny on the bounty occurred during his command of HMS Bounty. In 1789, after being set adrift in Bounty's launch by the mutineers, Bly and his loyal men all reached Timur alive after a journey of 3,618 nautical miles. That's a long way. You know, we, we've mentioned this before, but it, it's worth mentioning again. Infamy. Our president said uh, a date to live in infamy. This date of December 7th. Of course, referring uh, in a Call it a news setting with reporters and everything following the attack on Pearl Harbor. All right. Good morning, folks. Yeah, that famous line in his speech to Congress. My, um, yeah, that's, that's what it was. Thank you. Yeah, when they declared war. I, um, the building I was worked in in the service was up in Aiea, A-I-E-A, which overlooks Pearl Harbor. And you would come down to Pearl Harbor and then get on the freeway um, each day at, at the end of business and... and you passed it when you were going to work, too. And, you know, if you're in the service and you're stationed in Hawaii, you know, all the military facilities are available to you, if you will. And they have stores. You've heard of the PX and stuff like that. So um, it was not uncommon uh, to visit Pearl Harbor within the borders of Pearl Harbor, you know, inside the actual military base, even though I was Army. Um, yeah, well, anyway. And, of course, the memorial, the, sh the two ships. And um, um, you take a, a small boat, a craft, tourists or anybody wishing to visit the ships the Memo Pearl Harbor Memorial um, all right well you, you know it's interesting of course you know with all this the day of infamy and the historical significance of December 7th 1941 but um, there's still continuing uh, to happen there the of the Arizona uh, oil yes still leaking yes you know 80 years later yeah and they've uh, been called black tears that come to the surface there's a a bit of a sheen sheen uh, I don't I don't know S H E E N is it yeah or S C H yeah. S H okay uh, above where it is submerged, sunken. That's amazing. Eighty years later, it's still uh, leaking the oil from the damage there. Well, I have a story here. I've got lots of stories here this morning. Um, some we've been piling up for a while, but maybe we'll get to them. Incidentally, before we jump into that, I, I just noticed something here about how long that oil will leak from the USS Arizona. Mm -hmm. is estimated to continue to leak for uh, 500 years. Wow. That's an estimate from the National Park Service. Wow. It, it, it's, it's very minor in terms of volume. Oh, yeah. Or they would have to do something about it environmentally. But it is 
so minor that whatever, however many gallons still exist down there, they are estimating would last 500 years? Yeah. Wow. Yep. There's uh, apparently a total of 500,000 gallons of uh, oil in that ship at the Boy, time. the hour is flying by. I had no idea. We've got uh, 23 minutes left. Um, and I see a caller trying to get in, too, so let's do that first. Good morning. Good morning. Do you have any information on yesterday's uh, electrical outage over on the west side? Well, it wasn't just the west side. It was mostly the whole town, nearly. I'm surprised there's been no report on it on any uh, of your report. Yeah, well... <laughs> AEP is doing some major construction. They're replacing and upgrading major power lines. And a lot of them are out by Stroud's Run. Uh, there's a lot of them right by my transmitter building up on, um, what is that, Peach Ridge, right? Yeah. Um, and then they cross over the highway, 33, and come down the hill toward, um, oh, that motel here on Columbus Road. Sunset Hotel, Motel. Yeah, that sounds like and, um, and that sort of thing. And when you're replacing major power lines, um, first of all, it's a very complicated job to keep everything running and then make the switches from this line to the new line, the old line to the new line. And you can't just literally throw a switch. Um, and it has to be done safely to the workers. So we have had in the last year here at the radio station a number of unexpected power outages. They don't notify you in advance they're going to shut down? Well, they don't always expect it to occur, oh. you see. Um, they, I have had communication with um, a woman by the... Jennifer, I think is her name, from AEP in Columbus, apologizing and saying we're trying our best, you know, that sort of thing. But I know what they're doing is super major and super complicated. And a lot of it's occurring right on my property up there on Peach Ridge. So, um, I think see. it hit around news time yesterday at 10 o'clock after your show. Yes, I think so. There, there was something that happened to it, and then it happened again. So you must have been on extra, what, what is it, generated power or something? N no, we don't have those anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm ashamed to say uh, our generators, um, I am told by a generator expert that they are too old to repair. I have a little trouble accepting that, and I'm inclined to call Buckeye Power Supply in Columbus, who sold them to us many years ago. And the name of the, co the generators that we have is Kohler, which is not an unfamiliar name. They still make generators. I've got to think they can be brought back to life. But right now, they are not functioning. And we had two. We have one at our AM site on Armitage Road, and then we have one here at the studio site. We never did get one up for, up for FM just because it requires so much power. It's just I so costly. I was over at Oblenish yesterday, and it was all dark there. Just uh Generated lights in the hallways and. Wait a minute! You say they didn't have generator going there? They did not have anything on except emergency lighting. Okay, well that's that's all they require. Yeah, and, and luckily they have a lot of windows, so places that had windows still existed or, or still. Yeah. Can you think of the size of the generator that would be necessary to put Oblenis at full normal operating power? Same way with their heating and cooling system. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, what? It lasted how long? I don't know. Not what? very long. Well, it was still going on all morning and into the afternoon. I think I think it went about an hour and a half, tops. Nope. Nope. No okay. I was at no planets between 11 and 12.30, and it was dark there. I don't know. Okay. And they were dark since early in the morning. Well, 10, I mean. Well, it happens. Yeah. When you were talking about uh, Medicare yesterday, do uh, you have a Medicare Advantage? I was talking about Medicare yesterday. Yeah, how you spent an hour or two last week, and your wife spent an hour or two on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I see what you mean. Um, There is some deadline by uh, December 5th. No, December 7th is today. Okay. I thought it was the 5th. But whatever. Uh, Where people that do have Medicare either need to explore new options or let it just take effect as it already exists. And uh, I think I have that fairly accurate. Um, I have gotten more phone calls on my cell phone from places I've never heard of wanting to talk to me about my Medicare. And I've put them all, literally, I bet I have I bet I have 30 different phone numbers all saying Medicare um, that I saved. I don't know why, just so that I knew who was calling when they call. I finally met, a, I finally decided to take a positive action because I heard of this deadline that was coming right up. So I called one, just out of the blue. Got a hold of a wonderful woman. Um, we spent an hour and 25, hour and 23 minutes together on the phone. Um, you know, she went through every single med I take, every single whatever, and then looked at various different plans out there to try to determine what was the most economical. And out of that, we made a decision. Now, um, what I have, um, I think, is different now than what Pat has. I mean, we both have Medicare. But there's a difference. There's plain Medicare where you add your own Part D prescription. Or there's Medicare Advantage where everything's combined. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know what you have? No, I I trust these people. I I really... I want... After the hour and 23 minutes, I wanted to take her out to dinner. Um, she was so nice. And um, You basically were changing your prescription part? It, it affected that. The uh, cost, uh, what do you call it, when you go to, you know, you pay uh, out of pocket when Co-pay. you go. Co-pay. pay and. Yeah, yeah, when you go see your doc or if you go see a specialist or if you, you must have a Medicare Advantage. I don't know, man. But don't you, doesn't your wife and you have a Oprah's thing and you have to go through via benefits when you talk to people? I don't know. I can't help. I, I have cards in my wallet, <laughs> and I guess I'm getting some new cards. But... Um, Part A, Part B, Part 19, Part 74 to 52, you know, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Sorry, let me... I know you got to get on, and have a great day, and um, can't wait to hear Vetter tomorrow. Yeah, he's he's uh, always an interesting speaker. And then the mayor, and, and no more art turf for two days. Wee! <laughs> oh, come on. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Here, whoops, I killed my mic, not his. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, it's a good idea to go through via benefits, as he was calling, but, you know, when you're going to pick out a plan, you you can do it yourself, mm-hmm. but via benefits will help guide you through all of that. So, yeah, it's, it's if, if you're just 
aren't sure about what's the best way to go for you, your spouse, your family? You know, folks, let me say one more thing. It's kind of related, I guess. Um, we own a home, right? Um, we have a mortgage. And, um, boy, you're just constantly hammered with different people saying, refinance, we can get you this better deal, and so on and so forth. Um, I'm very proud of my military service, but I had never taken advantage of looking at what veterans' um, advantages there are. Yeah, the benefits. Yep. Benefits. <clears throat> I recently joined the... Um, Oh, shucks. The um, American Legion. Thank you. $40 a year is your are your dues to the, the um, um, what's that called again? You just think. The American Legion. Yes, thank yeah. you. We had um, uh, Joe Mulligan on the air recently. Yep. And... Um, I told him, you know, I we love to go out to dinner. Um, you know, it might be nice to go there once in a while. You know, you're also eligible for a VFW membership, Veterans of Foreign Wars membership. Yes, so in, um, oddly enough, Hawaii was considered a foreign assignment. Even and, though, even though it was a state. Well, with your trip to Vietnam, I had two trips to Vietnam, each for less than twenty-four hours. As uh, retired Colonel Joe Mulligan told me, that even though you didn't spend much time there, if you step foot on the area there, right, you are considered now a veteran of the foreign war, which makes you eligible for that membership. Wow, we're down to uh, six minutes left. Uh, we, but we've been having a chat. That's all right. Yeah. Okay, so I came in here with a study called um, Ohio is the ninth least vulnerable state to identity theft and fraud. And they go on with businesses such as Facebook, T-Mobile, Volkswagen experiencing data breaches this year and the number of breaches already higher than in 2020. The free credit monitoring website WalletHub today released its report on 2021's states most vulnerable to identity theft and fraud. Um, so, um, to determine where Americans are most susceptible to such crimes, Wallet Hump compared all 50 states as well as the District of Columbia across 14 key metrics. And it says the data set ranges from identity theft complaints per capita to the average loss amount due to fraud. So Ohio came in, what did I say? Ninth. Least. That's good. Okay? Yep. Which is to say there's 40 places or 41 or whatever it is, more uh, that have a greater problem. 40 states plus the District of Columbia. All right, so we come in 33rd in identity theft complaints per capita. We come in 16th in average loss amount due to online identity theft. We come in 26th in fraud and other complaints per capita. 46th in median loss amount due to fraud. 18th in state security freeze laws for minors credit reports. 
41st in Identity Theft Passport Program and 45th in Persons Arrested for Fraud Per Capita. This is a complicated topic, but if you go to wallethub.com, you can look at this report in all its detail. And um, I think to be ninth least vulnerable state, that's a good thing. All right? Yes. Now, we have two other reports here that we've been holding for a while. One, let's see, I, what date did I print this one off? Okay, here is uh, November 30th. I printed off this report. It's entitled 2022's Best College Towns and Cities in America. Now, why do you think I did that? Um, I can probably surmise, but yeah. why, why don't you fill us in okay. with that? Because we are one. Yes, we are. In a big way. So let's just do Ohio. Well, no, we'll, we'll do some. Okay. The number one best college town in America. Care to guess? Uh, Maybe you glanced at it. Go ahead. No, I, I did not glance. Best college town, uh, University of uh, Wisconsin. Um, Madison, Wisconsin. They're not listed in the top 18. <laughs> Number one is Austin, Texas. Ah, University of Texas. And I love Austin, I must admit it. You didn't a while ago when they wanted the Columbus crew. I know. <laughs> Remember I was, that? I was boo-hiss then. Yes, you were. <laughs> but I do like Austin as a place to visit and, and enjoy. I just didn't want him enjoying my Columbus crew. <laughs> Okay, and and we won that battle, by the way. Yes. Number two, this really is annoying. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay, even more annoying is the first Ohio entry, which is fifth in the group. (laughs) And the group is how many long? 185. But coming in fifth, you care to guess? Well, I based on that uh, preface there, I'm going to say Miami University. You are correct. It's Oxford. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come okay. on, dude. Number uh, the second place in Ohio, which is 32nd nationwide, is Columbus. Ohio State. Okay. Third in Ohio is Cincinnati. Fourth in Ohio. Let me get my pages going here. Bowling Green. Okay. I'm sorry. Athens, Bowling Green, Athens, Bowling Green. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97. We'll do more tomorrow. No, we won't. Friday. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden and Vladimir Putin are scheduled to sit down for a virtual meeting in half an hour. The main topic of conversation expected to be Ukraine. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe is at the White House. The U.S. officials stress there is no evidence yet that Russian President Putin has made a final decision on whether or not to launch some kind of military invasion, but they say the president's going to raise concerns about Russia's military buildup on the border with Ukraine. This call is going to cover several different subjects, not only that military buildup, but also concerns about cyber 
cybersecurity and construction of a key gas pipeline between Russia and Europe. As for potential military action, U.S. officials say the president will tell Putin, quote, there will be real costs and that diplomacy can resolve the dispute. Beijing is lashing out after U.S. officials announced senior diplomats would boycott the Winter Olympics in February to protest China's human rights abuses. Asia correspondent Elizabeth Palmer. The White House's decision has infuriated the Chinese. China's foreign affairs spokesman replied with a warning. The U.S. will pay a price for its practices. As Omicron cases spread to at least 20 states, infectious disease specialists like Dr. Payal Patel at the University of Michigan are urging all Americans to get vaccinated against COVID. We are having huge upticks in infection with the variant that we have that's most common here, which is Delta. So we were already in a bad place, and it's worrisome that we might have something else coming. Doctors say fully vaccinated people infected with the Omicron variant have been experiencing only mild symptoms. Starbucks CEO is urging workers to stand by the company and not unionize. Kevin Johnson says it could ruin the chain's relationship with employees, make the coffee company less responsive to its workforce. Tomorrow, baristas in upstate New York are scheduled to vote on unionizing. FDR called it a day that would live in infamy, and it has. May Cryer is among those who have traveled to Hawaii for the 80th anniversary of the Japanese attack on the USS Oklahoma at Pearl Harbor. The 95-year-old was a famed Rosie the Riveter. Just one last time to be here.